he must have went off of it. There was reports saying that he went off of it. So I'm going to read you guys what is being talked about in the situation. Okay. Give me one second here. Read my report when it first went down. Going to my notes, I actually wrote this. I, I wrote an article about this like last night, time when it went down. Because I was just so distraught about what was going on. So, last night the president broke the news with a tweet saying, Tonight at First Lady of the United States and I tested positive for COVID-19. We will begin our quarantine recovery process immediately. We will get through this together. Now, the alarming news comes hour after we learned one of the president's aides, Hope Hicks, had tested positive. Hope had been traveling on Air Force One all week with the President of the United States, going to and from the President debate in Cleveland, and also his rally in Duluth, Minnesota. There is no good time to contract the virus, but it comes at a particular critical time for the President, less than five weeks before Election Day. Now, so far, the administration is saying that the President Melania will remain in their White House residence while they quarantine. It's unclear right now how long that would last, but typically doctors recommend 14 days. But, you know, we did have the recent CDC uh, update that was saying 10. So we, we really don't know. I'm not a doctor, so I'm going to go with the safe bet. Because I don't want to get flagged uh, 14 days. Now, this is what made me so upset about the situation. Well, there's a lot of things I got questions for. Then I'm going to tell you what I got upset for. All right. First question I got is, I was under the assumption that everybody around the president got tested on a daily basis because of what was going on with COVID-19. That was my first question. My second question is, is that, uh, oh, I got some breaking news, y'all. Breaking news, breaking news, breaking news. Uh, it just came in to me that President Trump, as we speak right now, is getting an experimental antibody drug aimed at curbing severe COVID-19. The experimental antibody drug was given to President Trump has been called one of the most promising approaches to preventing serious illness from a COVID-19 infection. Its maker is Regeneron Pharmaceuticals, Inc., said the company agreed to supply a single dose given through an IV for uh, Trump at the request of his physician under compassionate use. Uh, provisions when a experimental Medicine is provided on a case-by-case -case emergency basis while studies of it continues. The new drug is in late-stage testing, and its safety and effectiveness 
are not yet known. No treatment has yet proved able to prevent serious illness after a coronavirus infection. Trump was given the experimental drug at the White House on Friday before he was taken to Walter Reed National Military Medical Center, where he will be monitored. Officials say so far, Trump has only had mild symptoms, including fatigue. Several physicians who treat COVID-19, including Dr. David Boulware at the University of Minnesota, has speculated that doctors might use the antibody drug, given that this approach has worked against other diseases in the past. They're not going to just sit around and watch to see if he gets sick, Bauer said. How antibodies work, antibodies are proteins the body makes when an infection occurs. They attack to a virus and help the immune system eliminate it. Vaccines trick the body into thinking there's an infection, so it makes these antibodies. But it can take weeks for them to form after natural infection or a vaccine. The drug aims to give that protection immediately by supplying concrete versions of one or two antibodies that work best against the coronavirus in the lab and animal tests. Redrin's drug contains two antibodies to enhance chances that it will work. The company previously developed a successful Ebola treatment from an antibody combo. Now, what's known about the drug so far, the drug is given at one-time treatment through an IV. Now, in the multiple studies, the Regeneron is testing it both for preventing infection and in people already infected like President Trump to try to prevent serious illness or death. Now, early this week, Regeneron said partial results from about 275 COVID-19 patients who were not sick enough to need hospitalization suggests it might be cutting how long symptoms last and helping reduce the amount of virus patient harbor. However, the study has not been completed. The results were only announced in a company news release and have not been published or reviewed by other scientists. So that's one treatment. Now, there's some other treatments he can get. Uh, Trump's physician, Dr. Sean Conley, said Trump also was taking zinc, vitamin D, and an acid called formidine, melatonin, and aspirin. And if you don't know what melatonin is, it's to help you get rest. What's going on, spiritual? Thank you for joining the show. I appreciate you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. None of these have been proven to be effective against COVID-19. Trump apparently is not receiving hydroxychloroquine, um, yeah, hydroxychloroquine, a drug he widely promoted that he has been shown in many studies to be ineffective for preventing or treating COVID-19. Well, here's my thing. I mean, right now, I had a feeling they was going to probably try this experimental drug on him because he's got COVID-19. He's got to be able to do his campaign. He's got to be able to be front and center. So I was quite sure that he would be open to something like that. Now, again, like I said before, as I was talking before that came in, I just want to know how they missed the mark on Hope Hicks not having, what's up, Kevin, not being able to have COVID-19. 
you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, they test it every day. That's what they're supposed to do. Test all the staff every day. Now, there are some things that really troubled me here. I'm going to might have to cut my light on here, guys, because it's really, I might have a glare. Let me see. I'm trying to get more light. Hold on. Give me one moment. I'm going to have to get more light in here and talk with y'all. My lighting is real off tonight. So, this is what got me upset. What got me upset is we have a lot of people who are basically saying that Donald Trump is, our president is faking having COVID-19. Some saying he's doing it because he's scared of going into battle with, with, uh, what's his face? Uh, Joe Biden. Now, listen, I understand that when we did the whole thing with Joe Biden, yes, they're right. It it was spooky. It didn't it didn't do so good. He didn't do so well. But I promise you, he's not scared of going after Joe Biden. So this is not a fake. You've had people say stuff like, "Oh, well, uh, this is just." his way of having it injected in him so he can take this miracle drug and come out and prove that there's a cure and he's the hero. I mean, there's people that saying now, even out there, well, if he's sick like that and he can't run the country, he need to go ahead on and concede and let Biden win. Like, there is no compassion like, y'all really hate this man that much? This is a serious health situation. He's 74 years old. He has already minor health problems. But his age makes him at risk. I mean, we own the same team. Can we put all this craziness aside for a minute and look at the leader of the free world and hope that he gets better so he can get back to being sharp and strong? Because I'm going to tell y'all like this, if he doesn't get better and something was to happen to him, you think you're going through carnage now with all this protest and unnecessary uh, rhetoric, it's going to go out of control. We've already seen it in these other cities. Why are we acting like this? I mean, this is just, it's sick. It's disgusting. But hey, you know. And, then, and you're going to find out, too, during this time, who's really on the Trump train. There's going to be a lot of people now going to try to jump off because they don't know what's going to possibly happen to him. But I do know this. He, he's been going through it, really going through it. I mean, when I say going through it, this guy's been going through it since he's been in office. I would say he's probably the most scrutinized president we have ever had. I mean, from getting scrutinized about not denouncing the white supremacist group to everything he's done. Rachel Ray said, Hillary being real quiet today. Rachel, I'm going to tell you why Hillary's real quiet right now. Everybody's real quiet because all reality 
Nobody really wants this guy to to croak because they already know if it happens, it's going to be carnage. Because you got to remember, this is the man that's been putting law and order. And that's what he's going to do. Now, I haven't heard anything from these other so-called radical lefts, which I went, I'm not surprised. I haven't heard anything from AOC with her radical self. I haven't heard anything from Ilhan Omar, which I'm quite sure I'm not going to hear anything from her because she's too worried about if they're going to find out what kind of fraud she's been doing in Minneapolis trying to get votes. Nancy Pelosi, let me see what Nancy been saying. We're gonna we're gonna talk about that. Give me one moment here. Uh, let's see. Give me one moment. I was trying to see what Nancy Pelosi said. I had it on here. Let me let me look it up right quick. Because I want to make sure I get this right. Because I want to I want to see what she's saying. I want to see what she's saying. Uh, and everything else. Yeah, give, give me. Give me one second, guys. I'm in the middle of recording, and my wife is calling me. <laughs> Here we go. Hold on. Hold on for one second, guys. All right, guys. I am back. Okay, guys. I'm back. <laughs> Didn't know if y'all heard me the first time. All right. So this is what Pelosi was saying, and I know she needs to go to jail. Now, this is what old Nancy said. I want to say what she said on Fox News. Because I don't like the other ones. The other ones like to lie a little bit. All right, so this is what she's saying. Nancy Pelosi is saying the following. As Speaker of the House, Pelosi follows Vice President Mike Pence in the line of secession if the president dies or becomes incapacitated. The White House announced Friday that Pence had tested negative for COVID-19. She said, no, they haven't, about asking her about the continuing of government. But that is an ongoing, not with the White House, but with the military, quite frankly, in terms of some officials in government. But let us just all pray for the president's health and thank God the vice president has tested negative and the second lady as well. Pelosi added that every infection is a sad one and expressed the hope that the public will Expect the severity of the pandemic by practicing social distancing and wearing masks. Let me tell y'all what Pelosi is adding ahead. Okay, Pelosi is really hoping that something do happen to the president. Because in her mind, if that was to happen, and let's say, for instance, now the dynamics has changed 
I don't know if they would have to put Pence on the ballot in the place of the president to, de to, to come as an incumbent or how that would work. But either way it goes, let's say he would have to be put on the ballot. Uh, the next thing would be for Pelosi is to try to stack the House and the Senate to be all Democratic, which I think if something was to happen to the president, there'll be more patriots than ever making sure that none of the Democrats would be back in power. I already see it. That would not happen because they already see the carnage as it is now. They would rather have Pence take over because he's successful successor of Trump. He has ways like Trump. They would be more comfortable with Pence leading the way. And I'm quite sure Pence would because I feel like Pence, Pence is hard-nosed. Pence is old school. Pence has a lot of old school Western values, the values that we need right now. And if if it wasn't for that, we would be in a whole lot of mess because that's where the left does not want us to go. They don't like Western values. They want this whole mega change of stuff that makes not a bit of sense. And they want to also play the whole, you know, hate Trump red, red, you know, on rhetoric, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's the bad guy. He calls this, he calls that. So let's hope and pray that everything works out because that's what we need. I mean, we, we just need him to be okay because I, I am truly worried. I'm truly worried. So, we're going to go up here and we are going to speak on what Biden said about the diagnosis because everybody is wondering what he is saying. Now, Joe Biden, who is now on the campaign trail, also has been urging the public to wear a mask in public. And once again, call for masking mandates nationwide. But see, this is what I don't understand. And please, YouTube, do not flag and take, take it off because this is actual fact. They have been saying that the actual masks do not protect you from the disease. It really don't. It don't. It don't. It it, it, it it don't protect you. Like literally, they talk about this at all times. It does not protect you at all. All it, you know, it, it it cuts it down a little bit, but it don't protect you. The real protection comes with these guys when you see them in these hazmat suits and these labs that's testing these viruses and stuff. You see that they have the whole full dawn going on and you know we're not going to wear that every day i mean that would be super uncomfortable so i don't know why you want to do a national mask mandate i mean and then not only that that's taking away people's free will people should have the choice to either put on a mask or not now if you want to not put on a mask and you want to risk the chance of of getting it full blast and not cutting it down for 30 percent it's on you but we know that the radical left ain't going to see it that way. 
like former vice president addressing the union audience in Michigan on Friday afternoon stressed that battling the coronavirus pandemic is an American moment rather than a partisan moment. And he emphasized that Trump's tested positive for coronavirus is a bracing reminder of us all that we have to take this virus seriously. It's not going away automatically. The news is a reminder that we as a nation needs to do better in dealing with this pandemic. Biden shared the stage with the president on Tuesday night as the candidates stood eight feet apart as they faced off in the first of three scheduled presidential debates. Biden and his wife, Jill Biden, was tested for coronavirus Friday morning, and Biden's trip to crucial general election battleground state was delayed a couple of hours until word that both he and his wife had tested negative for COVID-19. Like I said before, I hate that our president got it, but I also give him a lot of respect for going out there and grinding on the campaign trail because Joe Biden didn't do that at first. He did all this virtual stuff. The Democrats did not do any kind of campaigning until they started seeing that Trump was actually gaining a whole lot of support, and which I feel like still he has a chance of winning, especially if he makes it through this. I mean, he's been the most, you know, underdog of underdogs through all this mess. And I really feel like that if he beats this, which I'm quite confident he will, and he if he used that drug and it is the contributing factor for him to get back to normal, it's a wrap. I, you might as well just go ahead on and give the whole election to the man. You might as well don't even, don't even worry about it. So I'm hoping and praying that this works out for him. I really am. So let's talk about the Supreme Court justice of the United States because now everybody is now wondering about what's going on with that. Everybody's like, okay, so, you know, President Trump is currently sick. The Repu We got some other Republicans who also diagnosed with COVID-19 around the same time and other staff members. So what is going on with this? Are we still going to go forward with this? Is this going to work out? Well, right now, the Senate Democrats cite coronavirus in latest effort to delay Amy Coney Barrett confirmation. Now, Senator Diane um, Finstein from California, y'all know what California is about. That is the most liberal, left-right, left-winged, crazy behind state you can find along with Chuck Schumer, but you know how Chuck Schumer is from New York, another damn crazy behind leftist senator, called on Judiciary Committee Chairman Lindsey Graham, the Republican Senator of, I mean, of South Carolina, to cancel the planned October 12th hearing for Barrett citing the coronavirus infection of President Trump and the... Republican senator out of Utah. It is premature for Chairman Graham to commit to a hearing schedule when we do not know the full extent of potential exposure promoting. Uh, Y'all, give me one second here. Give me one second. I'll be right back. All right, guys, I'm back. 
I'm sorry about that delay. Uh, my cat, <laughs> my pet cat, the family cat, it had to go to get uh, treatment for fleas. So I'm monitoring it with this medicine. So if you see me like jump up and leave a little bit, it's because of my pet cat. So y'all know I'm an animal lover. I love my animals. So I'm just trying to make sure he's okay. But um, it looks like it was a false alarm. We thought he was he was actually having a seizure, but he wasn't. It was uh, actually this uh, food pack that we got him on, and he hates it, and he threw it up. I don't think he likes it, so I am not feeding him that pack no more. Um, if you want to know what that pack is, it's some kind of seafood pack in a gray pack. It's one of those name brands, but it is dis it had a disgusting smell. I know it wasn't bad. Wasn't out of date, so I just don't think he likes it. So I'm, yeah, definitely not doing that again. Definitely not giving it to him. But he's okay, he's fine. So we getting back to the show. So sorry about that. So getting back to what I'm saying about this whole trying to stop the confirmation hearing is stupid. I don't get it. Why? Why we got to pause? Like, why do we? actually got to pause this whole man this whole hearing process we still got the vice president that can act as commander-in-chief that can still do this by october 12th not to mention too we also have enough republicans still in the senate to take care of this so the Democrats talking about there ain't enough people, they full of BS, man. I know what it is. They don't want they don't want this to go down. That's all it is. They do not want this to go down. They're sitting there like, yo, this is the perfect time now we can make excuses. That's all it is, man. They just trying to make sure that they do everything they can so we cannot move forward. I'm telling you. That's what it is. You can't fool me. I have never heard no mess like this in my life. And they should be able to do full speed ahead. And not to mention, too, if you wearing, they talking about they worried about the health. If you got a mask on and you're doing social distancing, it isn't going to matter. You should be fine. I, like I said, this is all a BS excuse. Everybody's scared. Everybody's scared of progress. That's what it is. You, can, you can't fool me. Been here, done that. They all scared of progress. If y'all noticed this too, you know, before all this went down, you know, uh, President Trump in the first lady. You know, he they bust out and uh tried to use some stuff against her. Remember about that that recent recording where she was upset about Christmas and what was going on with the kids? You know, everybody tried to put out like there was tension in the marriage and they just made themselves look absolutely crazy. Like everybody was laughing at all of these haters out here. Like, it was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. 
I mean, I don't know, man. I've never seen nothing like that. Never. Never in my whole born life. It's like they sit around and think of what I can do to hate on President Trump. I, I, I've never seen it, man. Never seen it. So we're going to go into another extremist, left-wing, ridiculous person. When You know, let me tell y'all something. I cannot stand Joy Reid. I really can't. Joy Reid is the definition where I'm from is the type of person that in, in my community we call a, a, a total bitch. I'm just being honest. A dumb, wannabe, I think I know everything type of bitch. That's what she is. Now, you got the President of the United States just talked about with doctors that he has COVID-19. That's very serious uh, disease. I know that he's had history with people from the left and everything about how he does things. But she had the nerve to say yesterday on the cast that President Trump was fabricating the coronavirus diagnosis to get out of the debate. President Trump shot the world late Thursday night. Well, really, it was when I we got the news, it was early in the morning, but okay, that he and First Lady Melena Trump had contracted the coronavirus. However, hours before it was announced that the president was being transported to Water Reed Medical Center for lengthy hospital stay, the readout host Echo claims that her friends were sending her via text. Here's how wrecked Trump's credibility is at this point. I've got a cell phone full of texts from people who aren't sure whether to believe Trump actually has COVID. He lies so much. One friend just texts, is he just doing this to get out the debate? Others are texting. Reed tweeted on Friday morning. Reed was alluding to the fallout from Tuesday's chaotic presidential debate and growing tensions between the Presidential Debate Commission and the Trump campaign over potential rule changes including allowing moderators to cut the microphones of disruptive candidates. Listen, that sounds so retarded. The man has just came out that his closest aide, Hope Hicks, was diagnosed with COVID-19. Medical records showing this. He's at the Water Reed Hospital. They're giving him an antibody. What more else do you need to know, lady? He's 74 years old. He was putting his stuff at risk going to these rallies all the time. You sound like a jackass. And the friends you're hanging out with, they're just as dumb. They're dumber than you are. Like, who does that? Who? I'm sorry. I can't hang around unintelligent people. But I forgot. When you unintelligent and they unintelligent, you know, it makes you feel right at home. Because that was the stupidest fucking shit you could tweet. I don't know what it is, man. I feel like that people, 
when they start tweeting stupid shit, somebody should come out of nowhere and just slap the hell out of them with the phone. Just slap them. Ow! With the phone and all. Stop all this mess. Or at least get get electrocuted a little bit with the phone. In the hand. Get zapped. I mean, because it's stupid. How are you going to say something like that? That man is in a medical crisis. That's basically saying in so many words, you might as well just went out and say, I hope he dies. That's basically what you want to say. That's basically what you want to say. Hey, guess what? I hope he dies. I mean, that is just, that's just absolutely nuts. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I don't get it, man. I don't get this. I don't get this behavior. I don't get these, these people's thought process. It is just asinine to me. And after this, critics got into her ass. 65K likes on this one from a national prime time host. Aged well with the president now on his way to Walter Reed. The Hill media reporter Joe Carter reacted. Your friends are basically queuing on, but from the left. I'm not sure you're doing you or them any favors by broadcasting this to the world. Fourth Watch media critic Steve Crocker told Reed. It looks like the conspiracy theorist who hacked Joel Reed's blog has now apparently hacked her Twitter account too. Cybersecurity is a serious problem. Washington Examiner reporter Jerry Dunleavy quipped referring to the MSNBC host infamous blog post controversy. Listen, I'm going to tell y'all like this. I'm not surprised with Joy Reid. Joy Reid has had a disdain for President Trump since he first got elected. No, actually when he was running. She does not care for this dude. My mother always told me something. My grandmother did too. If you don't, if you can't say nothing nice to somebody, don't say nothing at all. But Joy Reid don't have that 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 knowledge you know she doesn't have that that uh type of uh, uh of common sense give me one second here guys give, give me one moment you know uh i think that she's the type that all she wants to do is is cause drama That's all she wants to do is cause drama. I don't know, man. It, it, it's, it's ridiculous. I've never seen nothing like this in my life. I mean, she always say something stupid. I'm never surprised with Joy Reid. She's a, she's, she's a helpless case. Now, y'all, speaking of the QAnon for the left, let me talk about QAnon. Did y'all hear about this? I don't know if y'all heard, but... Right now, QAnon is being considered as a uh, domestic terrorist group. I'm not bullshitting. What's up, V? Yeah, they just, uh, you know the Republican that came out, Marjorie Green, right? She was a QAnon 
supporter. She used to wear the shirts. You know, she I think she's from either the Atlanta, Georgia area or or Western Georgia. I know she in Middle Georgia. I think she's from Middle Georgia. She used to wear all the Q shirts, right? She used to promote the Q. Well, she got so much backlash when she first got into the uh Republican arena and finally elected, all of a sudden she's changing the stance. Let me let me go more further to what they're saying about the Q. The House overwhelmingly voted in favor of resolution to condemn favor of a resolution to condemn Q enough. Conspiracy theorist Friday drawing the ear of an entire of an incoming Georgia Congresswoman who has made headlines nationally for her praise, her past praise for Q. All right, like I said, she used to she used to support promote the Q. Marjorie Green, the presumptive next Congresswoman from Georgia's 14th Congressional District, slammed the House for passing the resolution and said Congress is fall failing for not focusing on condemning Antifa and Black Lives Matter instead. There's no reason for resolution to condemn non-existing violence from folks talking about the very real deep state and the attempted coup on President Trump on the internet. Green told Fox News in a statement about QAnon. Green, a controversial candidate who has been previously censored on social media for posts deemed threatening, went on to say the real threat are Antifa, Black Lives Matter, a.k.a. certain Black Lives Matter, and the Democrats who support the group. Listen, y'all, this is what I feel about the Q situation, because we talked about this before. Again, this is my opinion, YouTube, because I don't want you to censor me and Facebook, because y'all quickly censor some damn body. In my opinion, I think that the QAnon group has about 80% of factual statements, 80 to 85% of their content is the truth. You know, I think it's strange that when all of a sudden President Trump goes out here, gets sick with COVID, instead of everybody focusing on Antifa and certain Black Lives Matter with all the rioting they've been doing in Portland, Seattle, um, Milwaukee, uh, Louisville, Kentucky, they're not thinking about that. They're out here focusing on the Q, a group that ain't hurt nobody, they ain't killed nobody. I ain't, I ain't never seen a QAnon walking around at a actual protest along with Antifa and Black Lives Matter with a gun and running up and looting on people, beating on people, terrorizing people. I ain't seen that. Now, like I said, a lot of their facts are questionable. Some of their stuff are questionable. Again, this is my opinion. I'm not stating a fact. This is opinion. But I do not think they should be deemed as a terrorist group. Now, I do feel like that a lot of the stuff they have that they do research on makes you look at the whole government in a whole different light. And right now, the government is looking very shady for focusing just on them. 
I mean, I'm just being real. It, it, I mean, as my opinion, it makes them look not look good. Because people is wondering, why are you so worried about a group of people that's just spreading some beliefs that you can easily fact check, as y'all love to say? Because y'all love to say that fact check stuff. Every time someone puts anything on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, y'all love to do the fact check. So fact check it. I don't think that, I think there's more to it. I really do. But most Republicans joined with Democrats in passing the resolution by 371 to 18 in the House of Representatives. Mm-mm-mm-mm. So, again, I don't understand why they want to make this group into a terrorist group. I understand, yeah, Kevin, I, I know. And Kevin, you know what's crazy? The president has denounced Antifa and the KKK. And I ain't seen no one yet pass a mandate in the House of Representatives about what's going on. But all of a sudden, everybody's worried about the Q. So it seems like to me, somebody got something to hide. That's just my opinion. Because why are you worrying about a group that they have not done any violence? All they're doing is spreading some documentation and paperwork. Hell, their website, you you know, you can't get on it all kinds of ways. I mean, <laughs> listen, man. They have been after this group. They've been after this movement for a while now. It, I'll give you an example. I was a part of one of those groups on Facebook. I was talking to the members every day. There were like a group of 5,000 plus. No, 11,000 plus. Good people. I mean, very straight to the point. They were not racial. They were very friendly. They welcomed me with loving arms. They gave me information to look into to investigate, you know, that the Q movement. And like I said, I really am fond of the Q movement. I don't believe everything what Q says on some things, but I do believe that they are a good reference point to make you look at some of these things versus what is being put out on mainstream media and these news outlets right now. And uh, that's, but again, this is my opinion. So. I'm just putting that out there because I don't want no one to say I'm telling them what to do because you know they quit to take stuff down. But uh, anyway, I was a part of the group and one morning I wake up and it is gone. All 11,000 people of that group is gone. They dissolved it. Facebook came right in and shut it down. They, I mean, and they had it as Patriot Q. Every time you make any group with a Q in it, on any of these social media platforms, they are closing them down, closing accounts down too. You have to be careful how much you put the the saying, you know, where one goes, we go off. You gotta watch that one, cause if if you put that one in too many of your uh, statements on Twitter or Facebook. Before you know it, your page will get shut down. I mean, they just, they really, they really don't like the Q, man. They don't like that group. 
They do not like that group. It is the stupidest thing I ever seen. And then the Democrats like to say they're a sick cult. How are they a sick cult when a lot of you Democratic politicians do some of the sickest stuff? I mean, we ain't got to go on with some of y'all golden boys recently that have been called up. Andrew Gillum, who was out here messing with with um, men while supposed to be married to his wife and, and lying about his lifestyle to the public. Uh, let's see here. We got one of the governors of New York at one time was messing with underage, not governors in New York, but I think one of the senators of New York State was messing with underage girls and didn't tell anybody about it until he got caught up. That was about a couple of years back. I mean, man, there's a lot of dirty-minded politicians out there. I mean, I don't, I, I tell you, it's crazy. All right, so let me move right along and tell y'all some news that's going to make y'all laugh. So, you know, y'all remember the lady in Rochester, New York, where Daniel Prude was killed, that mayor that talked about we need to defund the police, we need to get better community. She, she fired all these people. You know, fired the police chief, let all these people go, that mayor. <laughs> well, guess what? I know why she fired him. Because old lovely Warren wasn't being lovely. She was being messy. And I mean real messy. Mayor Lovely Warren was indicted today on campaign finance charges. Stemming from her re-election campaign three years ago. <laughs> mm -mm -mm. Monroe County District Attorney Sandra Dorley announced that Warren is facing two felonies, including scheming to defraud in the first degree and violation of election law. Also charged were Warren's campaign treasurer, Albert Jones Jr., and the treasurer of her political action committee, Rosalind Brooks Harris. Now, these were the same people that stood right up now and said defund the police in Rochester, New York, said the police is bad, that they don't have the right training. She was going to clean up everything. Well, I see why she fired her, because she was doing some illegal activities when it came to campaign. This could be a long process. Now, Warren has not been arrested, but will be processed, Dorley said, if convicted She'll be removed from office. What is you talking about? Dude, don't be no troll. This guy went up here. Y'all hear this? This guy said I'm going to be back in slavery because I feel like because I'm a conservative person. Oh, wow. oh my God. I tell you, man, these trolls is out, man. Do y'all understand this? I love I love trolls like this. Man, come on, man. Keep telling us some more. Keep telling us how, how much you oppress and everything else in America, too. Okay? So anyway, this could be a long process, and we anticipate that there could be challenges along the way. So I don't think this will be anything resolved quickly during a news briefing. Buddy, you need to educate yourself. But that's why you're on my broadcast. Because, see, you know, that's what I love about people like this. 
They'll say, educate yourself. You're going to mess around here and be enslaved. But they come on our broadcast to get education. Because nine times out of ten, they don't like what's going on with the left anyway. That's why they're over here. Now, buddy, you need to relook at your, your history. I promise you, that wasn't the party. It was the Democratic Party, sir. You can research all that. In fact, they were so crazy that why you think Martin Luther King and Malcolm X were solid Republicans, but they just never voted. Just saying, but you know, y'all know everything. Well, you don't sound like you, you uh, you browsing for Trump news. Sound like to me you more liberal. So which one are you, liberal or you more? Or are you more conservative? Because you got me confused right now. Because if you're browsing for Trump news, I mean, are you... Dude, you're not making no sense. Alright, you know what? I know how to deal with you. It is easy. Well then, you already sound retarded. Because if you was an independent, you wouldn't be talking like that. Just saying. But it's okay. I got you, guy. It is A-okay. Now, I wish you luck, player. Because you're going to need it. Anyway, getting back to what I was saying before I was rudely interrupted with some craziness. I cannot believe this lady went up here and did that to herself. That is crazy. And there you go. Now you're in timeout. Congratulations. You're a real winner. <laughs> I cannot believe that, man. I cannot believe that this lady went out here and did that to herself, man. I mean, so now it all makes sense because she was so hot about making sure that she did not want it to have that police around. I mean, that is just crazy. She did not want him around. Now I see why. Now I see why. Because she was doing dirt. And you know, if they arrested her, they got evidence. Now let's talk about how much she done stole from these people. Now this is what's going to be crazy. Now Warren said that the investigation is a political witch hunt. Okay, but specifics about the ongoing investigation were not revealed, but the charges focused on Warren's first term in office from November 2013 through November 2017, in which she raised hundreds of thousands of dollars for her re-election. Dolly said that the city's first mayor and others took steps to evade contribution limits. 
the New York State Board of Elections have been investigating the mayor over financial transactions between a political action committee that supported her re-election and her campaign committee. At one point, the warrant for a stronger Rochester uh, PAC transferred $30,000 from the group to Warren's committee. Friends of lovely Warren, according to the 2017 expedition reports obtained by the news site. Under state rules, PACs and committees are forbidden from coordinating. Warren claims the funds were mistakenly placed in the PAC account. You can't mistake funds like that in no PAC account. People, that's $30,000, lady. You, you, I don't know why people be lying when they get caught. I guess you sound like that man from certain Black Lives Matters in Atlanta that got caught in Toledo, Ohio. I guess he mistakenly took $200,000 to buy a house and a nice car. <laughs> and some clothes. That's, that's the new thing now. I mistakenly. Oh, my God. I guess that's the new that's the new way that's the new thing to go. That's the new thing to do now. It's crazy. So I guess when you don't pay when you don't pay the bills at your house or you don't go to work in the morning, you just tell your wife when bills start getting behind, when it's time for you to pay your part, oh baby, oh I, I mistakenly forgot to get up this morning to go to work for the past month. <laughs> don't worry, love go pay the bills. <laughs> Yeah. The indictment comes as Warren, a Democrat, faces political turmoil over the city's handling of the death of Daniel Prude, who suffocated in March while in police custody. She suspended seven police officers in an ongoing investigation in the top leadership of Rochester Police Department resigned last month. She eventually fired the city's police chief. See, that way she messed up at. See, that way Warren put all the tension on herself. Because, see, she started making all this pressure about Daniel Prude, which I told y'all about that case. We talked about this. We didn't see anything that went wrong, you know. Dude's on drugs. Dude's made a bad decision. And because of that, it caused him to die. But when you got top leaders that's been in the police department for years, and they probably got real good connections with the community, because you got to think now, they probably got a lot of pull in that community. They're going to ask them questions. Well, why did you resign? What type of person is the mayor really like? And that's what happened. She got too comfortable. Man, oh man, they ain't playing with them. Now I'm going to talk about uh, one more thing that really... Uh, That's really got to me because uh, this is about Rick Moranis and the entertainment. Uh, Rick, Rick Moranis was just walking down the street minding his own business today and somebody sucker punched the Ghostbusters. Man, you know we living in a messed up world when Rick Moranis can get sucker punched for no damn reason. The Ghostbuster, man, I mean he's 67 years old. Rick Moranis is short. A small dude, man, at that. He ain't that he ain't that big, bro. I'm telling you, man, we living in a sick world. Thank you very much. Not intimidated. Not intimidated. I hope you follow me, man. If this your first time joining the broadcast, do me a favor. Hit that like button and follow me, bro. I need more people like you.
Real talk. We are. We praying for them, man. I think they're going to be all right, though. I really think they're going to be all right. Now, y'all, I'm about to talk about one more incident that I need to discuss tonight. And I, I meant to talk about this for the longest. I ain't had time in the entertainment sector because we've been having so much going on with all this presidential debates and stuff like that. Uh, I'm going to talk about uh, what's been going on with Dr. Dre and his wife. Because, you know, a lot of people been asking me about what's been going on with him and the situation. Well, I'm about to talk about that, and then I'm going to talk about one more case, and we'll be done. So I'm going to give y'all the rundown of what happened. So let me, let me, let me give y'all what happened. Now, remember when I told y'all that his wife was all on his behind trying to get all this money? Remember she telling everybody she needed $2 million a month. Uh, she needed a million dollars in entertainment. Then she turned around and she needed more money now for security. Well, let's talk about the judge who saw through the bullshit. Dr. Dre just won a battle in court. The judge in their divorce case just rejected Nicole's request for a, half, a million and a half dollars to pay for various expenses, including security. And the judge rejected her request to accelerate her claim that Dre could pay $5 million for her lawyer fees and other costs. Nicole's lawyers were in court this morning telling the judge Nicole needs the million and a half for security because she's been receiving death threats. The money would also go for other expenses. Some of the people commenting on the divorce have said things like, if she dies, she dies, and for a small fee, she can disappear. The judge rejected her claim in part because she got rid of her security team that Dre was paying for. She claimed Dre was too controlling and wanted to hire security. What's going on, Evil Enchilada? Thanks for coming along, man. It's your first time being here. Hit the like button, man, and follow me. She claimed that Dre threatened to fire the security if they didn't follow his orders. The judge rejected her request, and Dre's lawyer, Laura Wasser, told the judge, Dre, is still willing to pay. Hey, what's going on? Hey, what's going on? I'm doing all right doing this broadcast right now. All right, hold on, y'all. Give me, give me one second. Let me see what I can do. Let me see if I can get you on the on the mic. Hold on. Hey, guys, one of my supporters want to say something. Hold on for one second. This this Miss Angie. Hold on.
Alright. Oh, <laughs> oh man, I'm back. She's a trip, man. I hope y'all hear that audio and everything. She's been going through it. But um anyway, it is ironic. You know what's going on with Dr. Dre White. You know, she came in this marriage talking about this guy, did not have her back. That he was doing all this, doing all that to her, said there was no prenup. Well, Dr. Dre hooked her up with, hey, I do have a prenup. Remember, we signed it. Then she tried to say I was under distress. But he had witnesses saying, no, you weren't under distress. You was excited to sign the prenup. So to make a long story short, she wanted to get more money. She did every angle she could. And the judge saw through the bullshit. This is why I tell everybody that's got money, man or woman, you get in a marriage, you get you a prenup, and I did a video about this, you make sure that your future spouse signs it without under, being under distress. Because as long as they're in a happy mood, y'all done went over everything, they got their own lawyer that's not connected to you, and they know what's going on, whenever you want to get out of it, you can do what you got to do to get out of it and not lose all of what hard of what you work for. And she being a lawyer, she should have known that this these tactics wasn't going to work. Like, I don't know if she was trying to bully this man. I don't know if she was like, if I act hard enough, he'll do what I say. But it didn't work out for her. Now, she's going to have to pay her own lawyer fees when I'm getting the gist of this. And the judge even told her that this was a waste of time for her coming to court with this and at the same time told her that there's more serious court cases they need to be prosecuting than trying to worry about her trying to beg for $5 million plus another million and a half <laughs> a month. Look, Nicole Young, if you're looking at this right now, Dr. Dre's future about to be soon ex-wife. Do me a favor, sweetheart. Go ahead on, get your team of lawyers, Sit down with this man and do a settlement and go on your merrily way. That's what you need to do. Y'all need to sit down. You can come up with a reasonable price. I don't know, $25 million, $50 million, whatever. One-time payment. Get it dropped in your account and you walk away. Because I'm telling you now, you, you're about to mess around. You ain't going to get nothing. You're going to be one of those women that's going to be bitter and be on one of these uh, reality shows looking like a damn fool. I mean, I'm just being real with you, man. This is crazy. Straight crazy. I, I ain't never seen anything like this. Never in my whole born life have I seen anything like this. Now, last but not least, we are going to talk about the recording. Oh, yeah, Marcus, she is. She's, a, she's definitely a Karen. She's a Karen. She's a Karen that's mad because I'm quite sure she made a decision. She wanted to leave Dr. Dre. I don't think Dr. Dre wanted this divorce. I think it was her. I have that feeling because I have a feeling that she got to a point in her life. You know how some of these women are. They get in their late 40s and early 50s. She was like, you know what? I'm so sick of being with this man. You know, he got all this money now. 
I want to live my truth. I want to, you know, women love saying that. These type of women love saying, I love to, I want to live my truth. Okay. So you want to live your truth. Your truth now is now showing you that it, you're not going to get out of this the way you want to get out of it. You can't reconcile back with him because you done slandered his name too bad. You done told people that he tried to hurt you. You scared for your life. He's controlling. So you're going to have to take this on the chin. So let's talk about the last but not least for the night. I don't want to talk about this because it's exhausting. And for the people that's hearing me for the first time on my podcast and on my live, I am so sick and damn tired of hearing. Exactly. That's right, not intimidated. I'm so sick and tired of hearing about Brianna Taylor. I'm so sick of hearing about it. And if you have not heard the story of Breonna Taylor, you must have been hiding under a rock. But I'm about to give you the quickest minute and a half rundown so we can get to the main story that is still the ongoing saga of Breonna Taylor. (sighs) Breonna Taylor was gunned down in her apartment when the police came in with a warrant with her name on it and her boyfriend's name on it. Now, when this went down, she, at the time, did what a lot of women do, a lot of people do, try to play this victim card, right? When I mean, her family, not her, because rest in peace of her, and her boyfriend, that was a dope boy, tried to play the victim card. They had everybody on fool that this girl was a EMT. She was just sleeping in bed. And the cops just came in and just started firing rounds into a bedroom of a sleeping of a sleeping young lady. But then things started coming out that wasn't right. Things started coming out about Brianna was not an EMT. Things started coming out that Brianna was not asleep in the bed. Things came out Brianna was a trap damn queen. She up here messing with dope boys, the ex-dope boy and the other dope boy. So with all that being said, they went up here and they said, you know what? We don't want no more of the story of Brianna Taylor because we got all these celebrities. Everybody's talking about say her name. We want justice, blah, 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 blah. So. Attorney General Cameron, and let me tell y'all about Attorney General um, Daniel Cameron. I got respect for that man because he did something that a lot of people wouldn't have done. A lot of people wouldn't have even looked at that case. They would have told them, you can go kick rocks and kiss my ass. I'm not going to look at this case because I got the, the paperwork right here, the evidence right here showing that everything was just caused. But he wanted to do the right thing. To give the family a peace of mind, second set of eyes. So he looks at the case. Then he goes, he takes it to the grand jury. All the evidence points that the only cop that did wrong was the cop shooting like a cowboy into the wrong part of the apartment. 
Now, before that went down, the city, the, the city of Louisville, the city of Louisville, that's right, bro, facts matter, preach. The city of Louisville. I want y'all to I want y'all to say I want y'all to put this in your head while you listen to this podcast. Gave that family $12 million along with the ambulance chaser. Okay. Benjamin Crump, aka Master Ambulance Chaser. And they did that. And when that all went down. He turned around, you know, when all that went down, they turned around and said, okay, all right, we want justice. So that's when he went and said, again, Daniel Cameron, I'm going to try to get y'all some kind of justice. I'm going to take this to the grand jury. And he takes it to the grand jury because, you know, he's trying to be an honorable man. He's trying to live up to help the family, right? A time when he takes it to the grand jury, the grand jury looks at the facts of the case and they're like, what? You know, uh, the evidence shows this girl ain't no angel. Now, the cop did wrong, true, you know, shooting wildly, but she's not no angel. So, with that being said, yeah, we're not doing this. We're not giving you what you want. You know, we're not charging these cops. In the case. Now, after all this has went down, you know, you got these celebrities talking about there's no justice, no peace. You know, Rihanna Taylor was does um didn't get the justice she deserved, and blase, 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 blase. Ah, man, let me tell y'all. So now Benjamin Crump, the ambulance chaser. Who done got the family $12 million? He done took about $4 million off top. After taxes, they sitting on probably about $5.6, about $5.8 million. Bust out and say, hey, we want the relief of the tapes from this trial. Because I want to see if you really fought for Sister Brianna Taylor. So Attorney General was like, all right, man, I'm going to give you the tapes. And this is where we're at now. Now we're at that part where he released the tapes. And let me see what they're saying about these damn tapes that's released today. Which, like I said, I'm so sick of this because I don't think that this guy deserves all this. I really don't, man. It's like they won't leave this situation alone. Yeah. they. I mean, man, they won't let it alone, bro. Like, they will not leave this alone. Like, I don't understand. Like, what is you, what are you trying to prove? I mean, what are you trying to prove? But I'm about to look it up right here, man. Because I want to give y'all all the facts. I'm going to give you all the facts because this right here is the stupidest thing ever. So.
He's still getting attacked for this. Now, he fired back at his critics, which was last night. He said, it is so unfortunate. You're right. They can't. It's red October, baby. It's coming. I done told him. I done told him. It is so unfortunate that because I have a different political philosophy and because of my role as attorney general and as the special prosecutor in the Breonna Taylor investigation, because I led with the facts and the truth, and that the lead to the conclusion somehow I betrayed my race. Cameron, who was black, was thrust into the national spotlight last week. And after that, people call him a sellout and all this stuff. Let me tell you something, Brother Cameron. If you're looking at this broadcast right now, you're not a sellout. You're a man of integrity like I'm a man of integrity. Like all the rest of the patriots out here. You go by facts. That's the problem. Everybody wants to put a label of race instead of facts. There's two things in life right now that we're living in. Facts and fiction. I don't know about anybody else, but I want facts. I don't want fiction. Because unfortunately, look what fiction has gotten us lately in America. Let's give you some examples. Black Lives Matter came up, started coming on the rise this year when Ahmaud Arbery was murdered tragically in the Shatilla Stores area of Brunswick, Georgia, near where I was at. Now, I still say to this day that murder that happened to Brother Ahmaud Arbery, now that was straight racism. Now, there's people on the right that argue with me saying, well, he was out jogging looking for something to steal. Look, I live in that area. They do repairs all the time. People look in these houses all the time doing repairs. I do it myself. If I see one being built, I walk in there in a minute and look at it and, and seeing it get repaired. There's nothing you can hide in those houses when they're doing that shit. It's too many cameras, too many people going in and out. This is because everybody should have known this was racism because the man that shot him had arrested him a year, two years before, when he was on the force, when he had got that probation with that gun. Actually, I want to say seven years prior, six years prior. Yeah, six years prior, excuse me. And he remembered that dude. He remembered that young man. So this that's why he was so hot and behind to get him. Exactly, veteran patriot. That was murder. Then we got Floyd. George Floyd. Now, George Floyd, what happened to him? Yes, that was murder. The cop was damn wrong, very fucking wrong. But at the same time, there's also accountability on Brother George Floyd. Because once again, if you're high on drugs, strung out on you out of your mind, you make crazy decisions that put yourself in situations like this where nobody's not going to be compassionate for you because they're going to think of you as a piece of shit. Exactly, veteran. He there is, and I'm with that. Okay? But these other murders that's coming up lately, Jacob Blake. No, I'm not standing for Jacob Blake. He was a fucking evil person. Okay? I mean, I'm sorry. You go up here, you violate a woman, 
you turn around, you go to her house, you had a, you had people call the cops on you because you were a danger, you got kids in the car, you fought the police, you got a knife in your hand, you try to go to the car with the knife in your hand, police got three weapons drawn behind you, and they telling you to stop and you still trying to get in the car? Guess what? You deserve seven shots. Sorry. Being honest. You deserve you you played the game. This is life. I can't sit here and promote that. Same thing that's going on right here, right now with Breonna Taylor. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of minority people dissing other minority people trying to challenge their blackness or their loyalty to their culture or to a race because they want to use facts instead of fiction. He did what he was supposed to do as a man who is a charge of the law. In fact, if you're going to hold brother Daniel Cameron accountable for doing his job and calling him a traitor, then you should do the same thing to Camilla Harris, who's supposedly black this week, when all this time she's been saying she's Indian and put all those black people in jail in California. Why won't you do that? I know why you're not going to do it. Because why? Because she's a woman for one, and number two, she fits your narrative of bullshit. So no, and I'm tired of these ambulance chasers egging this shit on. And you're right. There's, there's a, there, it, it is, there is bad cops, and some of it is lack of training. Some of these cops that do these things that they do, they're, they're not used to being in those neighborhoods. They don't know any better. But then at the same time, black folks don't help their cause. Just like Dijon Kesey, another one that uh, ambulance chase are working on to get more money in their pockets. Because you know they're trying to get that Christmas money. Talking about he didn't deserve to get shot multiple times. Listen. That dude had a gun. He had a freaking gun in his waistband, in his jacket, after running from the cops on a bicycle and swing on the cops. Then you turn around and pick the gun up in front of the cops when you know these cops got all these guns and you in L.A. where they will shoot you without no remorse. I'm sick of the non-accountability. It ain't all these cops' fault. Use common damn sense. It's like playing with an alligator and you got nothing but raw meat all over tape to you while playing with that alligator. Guess what's going to happen? He's going to mess around and chop that raw meat on one of your limbs and have a great day. It's like playing with a cobra. You know it's strike. It's going to kill you with poison. I mean, this is what I don't understand. Why do we, why do we act like this? I don't get it. I really don't, man. Bruh, exactly. They're, they're, they're trained to do what they're supposed to do. Empty the clip or whatever they got to do to annihilate the threat. But people don't understand that. People don't understand that. And it's sad that this man has to go out here and he got to making a statement that he is not racist or a traitor to his race. 
And he did right. Enough is enough. He made, he's 34 years old. And he got elected as an attorney general. First youngest black man to do that. And the first Republican to hold it in 70 years. And he's about the truth. That's what he did. Yeah, exactly. But you know, I try to tell y'all patriots, you know why black folks think like this? Because it's always been drilled in their head that being educated, being straight arrow is not the way to go. That it is boring. It is lame. You're being a sellout. And because of that, this is why we got so many black people who have that mindset that white people are putting them down and they can't progress. And I'm going to break this down to y'all. Y'all need to know. That's why critical race theory is before President Trump got sick, blocked from coming into school. I'm going to break this down to y'all what it is. If you join my broadcast, what critical race theory is or what they're trying to promote. The Democratic extreme left wants to teach everyone not to be together. They want people to be separated. That means people of color. I'm going to try to say this word without butchering it. Indigenous people, a.k.a. your Puerto Ricans, your Spanish. Okay. They want to keep them in a box. Now they want to talk to non-people of color and non-indigenous people. That means your lighter um, close to white, like your Jewish people, uh, your Hungarian people, your 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 um Irish people, all them in America, they want to put them in the other box. Okay, so basically, they want to separate them. Exactly, preach it, brother, preach, preach it, preach it, preach it. So this is what they do. They want to separate people. They want you to basically stick to your own kind, but they're going to play it as we want you to understand the mindset or the actual lifestyle of white privileged people oppressing black and indigenous people in America. Okay, you listen to that mess, you start believing it. As soon as they get you to start believing it, then they start trying to do stuff like, you know, yeah. Then they start doing stuff like, you know, you need to start doing more stuff with your culture. We'll start doing more stuff with our culture. And next thing you know, they start making communities where it's, once again, all people of, non, of non-melanated people on one side, melanated people on the other. And before you know it, we're right back to what we used to be back in the, in the past, where now all of a sudden, they're promoting white people being the most superior race and all this craziness. That's what they're trying to do. That's why Robert Spencer is supporting Joe Biden, because that's what they want. Okay. All right, all right, bro. No problem, brother. Thank you for switching over. I mean, that's just what they like, man. This is what they do. And they do this for fun. 
Listen, if y'all like what's going on, y'all know what to do right now. Hold on now. If y'all like this discussion, go ahead on and, and hook your boy up. Because I'm, I'm spitting facts now. Now, what they like to do is they like to go out here and they like to play that card. And as soon as they play that card, they know that people are going to follow suit. That is exactly why they are trying to get this critical race theory up. That's exactly why they are acting the way they're acting, trying to push this narrative of Black Lives Matter. Y'all y'all, listen to something now. They are blocking Antifa. They're talking about trying to block Proud Boys. Now they talk about trying to vote and condemn um, the Q. But you don't see them trying to block Black Lives Matter. Y'all ever wonder that, right? Because Black Lives Matter is the source to get them to be back in control. See, the Democrats ain't stupid. They know what they're doing. Right now, they're trying to do everything they can to use black folk to do their bidding. And as soon as they get what they want, watch and see. All that stuff start going away. Oh, no, 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 that's not good. That, you know, we, we done went over that. Exactly. And it belongs to the Democratic Party. It's a ruse. Y'all listen to me. If Black Lives Matter so much, why in the world do we have all these killings every damn other day in these major cities, especially Chicago with young kids, and nobody's not addressing that issue? You know why? Because when you bring it up to them, their quick response is, well, we have neighborhood programs that do that. Exactly. They haven't done anything. I ain't heard nothing they have done either. I ain't seen nothing they have done. All I've seen is chaos and people getting arrested for appropriating funds. I'm telling y'all, man, this right here is all a plan. That's my opinion. So I don't want to get flagged. I my opinion is I think it's all a plan. Because it just doesn't make sense to me. And it doesn't make sense to me that we are not promoting everyone to be more independent thinking. That's why I tell people, before you believe anything the radical left tell you on CNN, MS13, NBC, all them crazy ass, ABC, CBS, pick up your phone and investigate. That phone with Google is a freaking amazing. You can find out so much in so little time. Pick it up. Find out what's going on. You may be shocked. All right, guys. I'm about to go up here and wrap this thing up. Oh, yeah. You're right. That's what they did. They, they did. And, and y'all remember, again, Web Archive. Look it up before I get out of here. Look at their, their mission statement before they changed up. Their mission statement was they were all about not having heterosexual men in the home. Exactly. You're right, not intimidated. They don't. You're right. They don't. They don't. You know, even enchilada, I'm not going to speculate on that because I don't want to get flagged. But let's put it to you this way. It doesn't look good and it sounds fishy to me. We'll see. Because I don't think, I, I think something's up. Because Trump has too much of a following 
for all of a sudden this happened. I, I think something's up. I really do. I mean, that's my opinion. But I'm going to monitor the situation. But it don't look good to me. It, 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 you know, I can't, you know, I, I can't keep up with things because...